uh, when I saw Tyrod go down, I kind of realized, like, oh, I'm up next. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm the quarterback, so. What is up, Giants fans? How we doing? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ with the fellas. And we're here for a week four preview week five preview excuse me i got my my weeks all mixed up it's because the giants are in london they're gonna be playing at 9 30 eastern time sunday morning against the green bay packers it should be an interesting game there's a lot of injuries we got to talk about but you know let's let's introduce tom tom's here too well this is kind of early in the morning for us we, we usually aren't up this early because of the late hours we work at night tom what's good dude i'm doing good i uh I'm still in the in the post effects of watching that horrible football game last night. If any of you watched the Thursday night game, um, but yeah, no, we uh, we got up a little early this morning. Q, Q's got things to do. Um, last night when he said he said yeah, so I think we're gonna do we're gonna do 10 a.m. I my eyes almost popped out of my head. I was like what? But we're here. We're up and at him. I gotta I gotta do grocery shopping and stuff anyway, so I'll I'll get up and at them after this. I'm good though. Just good. living the living the dream, man. That's it, dude. That's it. So, but yeah, I got I got work earlier today because the playoffs start today, so I gotta go in early oh. for a game. It starts at two o'clock. I'm covering yep. the Cardinals and the Phillies game, so that should be a uh, interesting one. Hopefully, it's a good one. Hopefully, it's nothing crazy out of the ordinary. Um, but yeah, all right. So, week five. In London, a, a change of scenery for the Giants should be excited. Um, they will be without Kadarius Tony, Wandale Robinson again, and they'll be out without Aziz Ojolari. Leonard Williams might play, Julian Love might play. So there, there's a couple things up in the air, but guys like Kadarius Tony didn't travel with the team and neither did Aziz Ojolari. Those are the big two names that pop out. So it'll be interesting. I mean, they've, they've won without these guys, so I'm sure they'll be all right. And as long as they can create some type of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, I feel like they should have a, a good chance at staying in this game, Tom. Oh well, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a weird matchup. You know, if this was, if the, like, this is a home game for the Packers. So it kind of sucks for them that they, they kind of get robbed of a game at Lambeau. Um, but like, if this was at Lambeau, I don't even think we'd be talking about, you know, the, the ability of kind of winning this game, but the fact that it's overseas in London and Rodgers has to play on a different continent in a different time zone. Do, do the Giants actually have a shot at like winning the game? I think so, because it's also not the same Packers team from last year, too. I think they're a lot different. I mean, they just went into overtime with the Patriots with their third string quarterback. That I mean Billy's happy. <laughs> you say that now it can mean a lot different, but who, it's just a, a different day of football. You never know what player is going to show up on what certain game. So we'll see, but I'm, I'm kind of excited about it because I don't feel like this team's as strong as they were last year, this green Bay team and it not being in Lambeau is great. And it should be fun. I'm, I'm sure there's, there'll be a bunch of giants and Packers fans there overseas in London. So I hope, I hope they enjoy the game. I feel like this would be a fun game to go to. Um, I've never been to London over there. So for the people that go, enjoy. Have a great time. <laughs> also, back to that injury front real quick. Tony was on track to play. I was just reading about this morning. I forgot to say it. On track to play. Hamstring was getting better. Tweak the other one again. Yeah, he shot. Um, so um, I'm rattled with him. 
I could give him my hamstrings. They might not be better. If he starts running right away, he'll probably hurt it. But if he stretches for a little bit, he'll be good. He spent more weeks injured than he has healthy on this team. Yeah, um, it sucks. It sucks. And it's weird. Like, it, it, if you look back at at his days at Florida, this wasn't a thing. Like, he, he played all the time. Completely eyeballing that. I have no idea if he – I don't remember ever hearing of him, you know, always being hurt at Florida. But anyway – he had some um, um he had some injury like problems, but it wasn't I don't think it was as bad as this. It, it can't be as bad as this. It's just it it's it sounds like he's not like I don't know, like is he not conditioned properly? I have no idea. But doing, anyway, he's not doing something right, Tom. We we yeah. know that for a fact. Yeah. Anyway, so another another day, another dollar. So another day without Tony is just another day in the neighborhood. But uh we 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 continue to move. Um I'm I'm a little nervous that Danny's playing because, like you said, let was it last year, or the year before, he kind of rushed back from the ankle injury and uh, into that into that Arizona game and didn't look good. Obviously, the the only thing like the only the only thing that keeps him in the tolerable quarterback discussion is the fact that he can use his legs to extend plays. So if your foot is hurt or your ankle, you kind of can't really do that well. So I'm a little nervous, but it's London. Anything can happen. I mean, I've seen the clips circling on Twitter of him practicing. He looks like he's moving well, but we said this a couple of years ago. And then he went out there and he was like, he wasn't moving well. I and mean, yeah. he didn't even re-injure it during that game. But I mean, from what you see on video, it looks like he's moving pretty well. So that would be exciting to see. Because if he plays, I feel a lot better, even if he's, still a little banged up, but a big part of his game is him being mobile. So if he can move around and run the ball, then I think the Giants will be in a good spot uh, on Sunday morning. But this Packers defense isn't very good against the run. They haven't been that good against the run this year. So I look at a guy like Saquon Barkley to have another big, big day for this Giants offense. And it's overseas. It's in London. Someone's got to show out. Someone's got to give these fans something to cheer about. They're spending all this money to go to this game. So I think Saquon's going to be the guy to do it week in and week out. So I think him going up against the Packers rush defense, the Giants O-line has been doing a better job this year, a lot better. Uh, that's what I think personally. So it should be fun to see him go out there and go crazy in London. That would be that would be something. That'd be a lot of fun waking up on 930 Sunday morning and watching Saquon just torch the Packers defense. That'd be that'd be a good time. And then going going into the day, I like I have work on Sunday. Um, I, th- I think, I think you should, I th- yeah, you do too. Yeah, going into work on Sunday, four and one, and then, and then just, one o'clock. Yeah, before before one o'clock even happens, and even if they lose, dude, they're they're three and two through five games. That's that that's laughable considering what at least I expected coming into the year. So we're just we're just having fun, man. Um. I'm very happy that we don't have to talk about a possible Davis Webb or someone else situation at quarterback. Um, Cause that would have been a whole nother narrative. We would have had to build up on the show. Very uh, true. I mean, they didn't, the giants didn't sign a quarterback for that reason. So I guess it, it looks pretty good for Daniel Jones. I mean, unless they just roll out of the tunnel, it's Davis Webb stepping on the field first. Then you never, you never really know. Um, but no, it would be exciting to see Daniel. And I think this is um an offense that can kind of give this Packers defense a little trouble with Kafka and his play calling. I watched a little bit of that Packers Patriots game last week because the Packers are my survivor pool pick that week. So talk about, talk about another ultimate sweat. JT and I are really just getting by, by that 
by our teeth, by our teeth with Wait the survivor. Every single week, Tom, we come down to the wire every <laughs> single week. So we picked the Packers last weekend against the Patriots. And look how that went. A third string quarterback almost knocked us out of the survivor pool. Survive in advance. Well, that would have been the fact that they were leaning towards a tie for a, for a while in overtime was kind of nuts because that's how that's how you guys lost one of your entries week one because you guys had the Colts and they tied and in this pool in most pools for those that don't know ties you don't you don't get by with a tie in a survivor pool because yes while while your team didn't lose they didn't win. And the goal of those pools is to win every week. But that's hilarious that yet another week for you guys was an absolute sweat. Who do you have this week? We haven't decided yet. Oh, boy. So we have not decided yet this week because, because usually we wait till closer to Sunday. Yes. But also the matchups this week aren't very favorable. I think we're going to end up taking the Bills over the Steelers. I just think it's kind of safe. I don't know. Kenny Pickett's making his first start. So... <laughs> You know that how that could go. There was another game we were looking at too. I can't remember off the top of my head, um, but those are the, like the arguably the best two options we have, and we just have to roll with those and see what happens. Because there's a lot of division games to sleep in too. So I you think don't, you pick the Giants. I, I wanted to pick them against Chicago and Dallas. Good thing we didn't pick them against Dallas because uh, you know we would have lost. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Screw that. Whatever happens in that survival pool, you'll find out in the game recap. Because <laughs> I'm sure I'll either be more excited or less excited about that. Because that survival pool stuff, it's my first year, so it's kind of fun. It's it's very oh. it's hard. It's an absolute sweat though to get to get a win every week. You'd think it'd be a lot easier, but it's not. Um, but listen, the Giants open as eight point underdogs to this Green Bay team. Both teams are three and one. And this is the first time in a London matchup where both teams are over 500, which is pretty cool to wow. see. Uh, two very good teams, two very skilled offenses. Um, <laughs> but I, I look at this Packers team, Tom, and they really don't – no one, like, really flashes me. Maybe besides their running backs with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Like, you know, that's a, that's a good combination right there of two solid running backs. So if they can run the ball well, it's going to open up all the lanes for passing. But – you look at their offense, Tom, it, it's not, it's not really like crazy, I guess, you know, like there's no one that really stands out to me. Aaron Jones, uh, Romeo Dobbs. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no Devon, there's no like standout wide receiver anymore. Oh, Devonte Adams, like Alan Lazar. He's, he's a solid player, but there's no one that breaks the top off the defense or is going to go for, I think 12 plus catches like Devonte Adams easily could. Yeah. No, uh, Jones and Dylan are their, are their whole offense. Um, Matt LaFleur has kind of kind of alluded to that in some of his midweek midweek interviews, especially earlier in the season, saying that if they can't get those guys going, then they're going to have a lot of, a lot of trouble moving the ball. And that's something that if the like like you were saying, they don't have they don't have really uh, standout guys in the receiving core. So if the Giants could somehow contain Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon because you you can't just you can't just contain one because then the other one's gonna go nuts and have a crazy day. If you can contain both, you're gonna have the Packers right where you want them on defense. And I'm interested we have we have a we have to announce the the signing of a former giant that made his way back onto the team. Did Landon Collins travel with the team this week? So, yeah, Landon Collins is back in, in big blue. He did travel with the team this week, but he's not going to play. 
I don't think so. I mean, unless he he's on the field this weekend, but I don't think he's playing. Um, yeah. But I know he did travel with the team. I saw reports on Twitter about that. So he's there with them. I think he's going to wear number 21 again too, Tom. I think he's back in number 21. So you can keep that jersey, I guess, for a little bit yeah. longer. I, yeah, I got Atlanta Collins color rush jersey. If you, the first year they did the color rush thing. And then the next year he got traded um, or, or got cut, whatever it was. They just didn't um, resign him. Yeah, yeah they just yeah. didn't resign him. But uh, that, yeah, that that'll be dope. If I can throw throw that throw those threads back on, it's a pretty cool jersey. Yeah, um, he's a he's a he's a guy like Jalen Smith, a very athletic guy, and I think you'll see him in multiple spots on on the defense once he's once he's off the practice. Yeah, squad. listen, he was he was great for them. He was great for the Giants for for all those years, and then you know the absolute disaster of a front office that was in charge of the team. They just you know it's kind of hard to. Pay a safety, you're usually overpaying, uh, a.k.a. look at the whole Jamal Adams situation. But uh, they let him walk. They went completely downhill for all those years. They have a new regime now. They have a great defensive coordinator. And they went out and brought him back. And so, it's you know, if in, in, if he's if he's still if he's still good conditioning wise, it's going to be the same landing Collins we had for four or five years. So I'm I'm really excited to see him. I guess next week would be the first week. Um, but I'm really excited for that. And again, the whole Jalen Smith thing looked pretty good last week. If he, if he winds up panning out, that's going to change the entire linebacker core. No, you're, you're right, Tom. I, I couldn't agree with you more. That would be a lot of fun. He'd be playing safety and linebacker because they play like three to four safeties on the field that one sometimes in Martindale's defensive schemes. Uh, so I'm excited. That's cool. And he was a guy that, you look back on that 2016 team, he had a big role when they made the playoffs that year. So it's, it's cool to see a guy back like that. Um, I was looking at Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon's rushing stats from last week. Aaron Jones ran for a, a buck 10, 110 yards, and A.J. Dillon ran for 73 yards. So those are good numbers. Aaron Jones averaged like seven yards per carry, which is really good. So they run the ball well, this team. And if, if Leonard Williams isn't playing, I know he's been practicing this week. And he is out in London. So if he plays this week, I'll feel a lot better about stopping the run. But we all saw what the, the Giants, what happened to the Giants against the Cowboys when they couldn't stop Zeke and Pollard and they just ran over all over. Yeah. That opened up the passing game. So if the Giants can contain both of those two guys, they're going to be in a really good spot, this defense. And as long as the offense can get some points on the board, I think this, this could be a game where the Giants can, one, hang in it, and two, have a very good chance at winning. Four and one sounds crazy. I yeah, I don't I don't know how I'd act if they if they somehow again win that game and then I you know I go into work four and one and then just watch all the other sports fans sweat out their games. Um, so I, I have a question. Oh boy. If they win in London, the Giants, what does this kind of mean for the rest of the season? Like, are they gonna be taken seriously? Like because, you know, the Packers aren't the same team as last year. They're not like a contender like they were last year. They're a great team still. But what does this change about, like, the season outlook if you had to, like, give it a a, a thought? So if the Giants win and they're 4-1, and one, obviously as long as Philly's undefeated, they will be in first place. Cowboys somehow continue to win with Cooper Rush. Don't ask me how. They're 3-1. and one. We're 3-1. and one. So if the Giants win, they'll be four and one through five games, correct? That's the proper math. Yes. Let me read you their next month of games. Baltimore, Jacksonville, Seattle, and Houston. 
will we'll get we'll give Lamar his flowers, unfortunately, and mark the Ravens as a loss. But again, the way they've been playing, you never know, right? But well, we, we can mark that as a loss. In Jacksonville, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hot. Jacksonville has been playing very well football, very well football, very good football over the last couple of weeks. Then they're in Seattle, always a hard place to play, but they somehow won that game that what was it, five to three or whatever it was, twelve mm-hmm. to five. Two For a halftime it was, yeah. Um, and then they're home against Houston. So I mean, that's a situation where, you know, if the if they play bad per se, you can go two and two in that stretch, and then you're six and then you're six and three, nine games into the season. Yeah, going into the bye week, right? Going into the bye week. So it's the kind of thing where obviously we just jumped ahead a full month, but if they win and they're four and one we kind of have to start taking them seriously in terms of rooting for, you know, rooting for consistent success and expect expecting them to do well because they'll have a very favorable schedule the rest of the way. And they don't play Philly until December, which is a very, very good thing because the way the Eagles are playing right now, it doesn't look like they're going to stop in, in terms of being a runaway train. So they're great. They're amazing. yeah, the fact that we don't have to see them until December is kind of nice. Maybe they can cool down a little bit, or maybe we can get hot. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, dude, if they if they go, I mean, even if even if they lose and they're three and two, they're in a they're 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 in a spot where like you know if they lose and, it, and it's a it's a close game, it's a within a touchdown, even within like ten points, if they keep the game close, we can we can legitimately expect them to win every week. You know what I mean? It's not it's not a thing anymore where I'm 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 hopping onto this show, and I'm like, here we go again. You know, it's a thing where they can legitimately win any game they go out on the field for, and that's a pretty cool feeling. No, yeah, it's a great feeling, and just like we said, all preseason and going into the season, I've been saying too, as long as they're competitive this year, they'll they'll be all right, and they'll as long as they hang in games, it'll be fun for the fan base to watch. Even if they don't win that many, I think this start, you could say, has shocked a lot of fans. It's definitely shocked myself. So it's very cool to see, and I'm excited. And I think this is a winnable game. I think if the offense can score and put points on the board, it will help the defense out a lot. And I would love to see Kayvon's first career sack be against Aaron Rodgers. I think that would be really cool. So, And I think that would – I think that could happen if Leonard Williams plays because he creates so much attention in the inside at defensive tackle, or if they put, or if they bump him out to D end, there's always a lot of attention on Leonard Williams. So it'll be fun to see. I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to the offense to scoring somehow. And if the offense is going to score Tom, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Saquon, right? If, if you think about it, unless Wandale plays, maybe we'll see some explosive plays from Wandale Robinson. Yeah, until further notice, the only source of of success on the offensive side of the ball for this team is Saquon. Um, the receiving core is pretty much me, you, and JT just running running around all over the place. Um, and even I mean, dude, even when everyone's been healthy, you know, Sterling Shepard had a couple of nice games, but there was no real consistent production in that core. It's if it's just been Saquon just going absolutely nuts every single week, the whole, you know, the whole game. Um, I think last week he had 77 yards in the first half. Like he, he was 90. In the first half, so. It was nuts. And again, the, like the Packers, de- the Packers defense in terms of stopping the run isn't anything to be frightened about. Dude, and what's nice is you can just tell that they they're so, 
this team is so good in terms of the coaching staff. They're so good at uh, adjusting to, to the flow of the game, like mid game, you know, like they don't, they don't go in saying, Hey, like, Hey, we want to try throwing the ball more today. And then if that doesn't work after a quarter and a half, first half, they don't, they don't just stick to it saying like, Oh, you know, like they like we're, we're going to stick to the plan the whole game. If things don't work, they fix it. And it's so cool to just watch them actually like it's so cool to watch coaches actually coach this team, something we haven't seen in a few years. Um, sorry, that was a lot. The long, no, it's so all right. short, short, long, short answer to your question. Yes. If the Giants are going to somehow come out, come out of London with the win, Saquon's going to have another ridiculous game, kind of like how Justin Jefferson did last week for the Vikings. It's my guy in fantasy. Um, Expect Saquon to go absolutely nuts if the Giants come out with a win. Absolutely. And the Giants wide receivers for this weekend as of right now are Richie James, David Sills, Darius Slayton, Marcus Johnson from the practice squad. And if Wandale plays, Wandale plays great. So the Giants have been here before this season. They haven't really – it hasn't really phased them not having a a top receiver or just someone that you can rely on every single play. But the tight ends – Brunson and Bellinger have been doing a great job, you know, getting open in the play action and in those bootlegs. So expect to see a lot of that too on Sunday morning. So listen, however you get the ball down the field, however, however you pick up first downs, if you score touchdowns, the points go on the board, no matter what. So the giants can score touchdowns. They'll win this game. I really think they will. And listen, if they shut down Aaron Rodgers somehow, they're going to win. They're going to win. If you shut down him and you shut down that offense, you can kick field goals all game. Oh, I hope it's not as bad as last night's Thursday night game, but anything, I, I feel like you can't get much worse than that. That's the worst game I've ever seen. I turned it off at halftime. Uh, I, started, yeah. I started playing Rocket League. I unfortunately had uh, Melvin Gordon on a couple teams. Oh, my God, did I start him in that other league? Please he stand thir- by. He, he got 13 points if you started him. You wound up yeah. having that? 13.3. I just saw on your team, actually. I was looking at fantasy. All right, I'll take that. But I also had uh, Broncos country, let's ride Russell Wilson. So that mm. wasn't really fun. Um, I think I think this might be his last week on my team. Uh, I dropped him in my other league. It's been bad. Yeah, a, a, a quarterback like, like Russ, who we've seen what he can do when he's at his best, after a month, he just hasn't done anything remotely close to that. And this Broncos team is just so poorly coached. Nathaniel can't hack it. Um, He's a great was, coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that game was brutal. Very boring. Russell Wilson is officially no longer on my fantasy team as of Tuesday morning next week. Uh, but that's it, dude. Um Let's mess around and come out of London with the win, maybe. I'd love to. I'd love to. You got a, you got any hot takes for the game? Um, Rogers plays very poorly. Like you know, I'm talking, you know, just a little over 200 yards passing. Throws two just, picks. Just out there to be there type of yeah, game. like yeah, like you know, like he's just <laughs> like it. It almost it'll it'll almost look like he's out there because like you know he's under contract, and, like he has to be out there. Not not like he wants to be. Um, yeah, Rodgers plays very poorly, and Giants somehow pull out like a field a field goal win or whatever. Love it, love it. I will say this. I'll say 
My hot take this week is that Daniel Jones actually throws for 200 or more yards. We're going to flip it because we really haven't seen a lot of that this year since they've been running the ball so well. So I'll say Daniel Jones actually throws for 200 plus yards. And I'm going to, it's not really like a hot take, but I'm going to, I'm going to say Saquon runs for a buck 50 again. I think he runs for 150 rushing yards. If he gets off to a hot start again, like he did last week, there's really no stopping him. And I hope everyone on both sides of the field stay healthy, both teams. And we have a fun, interesting game. I say the Giants claw out of here with the victory. I say they went 24 to 17. Have I ever gotten a, have I ever gotten a score prediction right now? It will no, be this week. Never. Probably not. No, but do it's I think never, they're gonna score 24 points? I think they could. You're getting better because you know, like the the dog days of 2020, I think you had them scoring like 30 points every week. Yeah. So and 30. I think I think they averaged like 12. So it's uh, speaking of which, that's another little tidbit. We haven't, you know, listen, I'll take I'll take the win every single week, every single Sunday, every single week. But it would like you're like you're kind of alluding to it. It'd kind of be nice to see this team put up some points. Um, Saquon's been playing out of his mind, but this team doesn't really find the end zone that much. You know, like they beat the Bears twenty to twelve. They didn't they didn't score that much against the Cowboys. They only scored it was what thirteen points or whatever. Yeah, you know they beat the they beat the Titans twenty one to twenty. Like, give me give me like, you know, give me twenty four. Like like you're like you predicted or. Mess around and get me 30 um, because if this defense continues to play the way it's playing and the offense somehow figures it out, they're going to be a dangerous team. And so that's – maybe I'll do a – maybe I'll double down with bold predictions. Maybe they – offense messes around and, and scores 30 points on in London. That'd be cool. I mean, listen, anything can happen. And anything against the Bears, happen. they start off quick with those two touchdowns. So it actually felt nice to have like a legit lead. I was like, oh, the Giants are up 14 to six. Like, this is cool. They, Daniel Jones had two rushing touchdowns. Like, this is nice. This is football. This is, yeah. this is cool. So it'll be interesting to see. But I think if they can attack them on the ground and Saquon can find some gaps, I think they're going to, I think they're going to have a really good day. I think Ramon J. Stevenson and Damian Harris combined for over a hundred rushing yards. It was against the Packers in Lambeau. So nice. in London, anything can happen. And I think that Giants running back backfield is going to be very involved. Matt Breida, yeah. Brightwell, Saquon. So it'll be fun. But, Tom, I think that's all I got, dude. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm super excited. And I just – I'm hoping for the best. I hope it's a fun game. I hope to wake up Sunday morning and have a, a good time. And I and I think we will as Giants fans. I really do. Yeah, don't, everyone, don't forget, this. don't forget to set your alarms uh, early kickoff, even if you watch it in bed. Or you just, you know, you watch it, have to sleep. Just get get up and watch it. Um, that's all I got, man. Let's go out there and get a win somehow. Yep. All right, guys. Enjoy your week, and we'll see you on the game recap after the game, Monday or Tuesday. So enjoy the rest of your weekends. Enjoy your Friday. Happy Friday, and we'll see you all soon. Later.